Three, two, one. I know. <laughs> you see? Oh, me out of the world. We'll change for me. And be so Hi, and welcome to Morbid and Monday, ding, episode ding. 31. Live life. <laughs> I know somehow we're gonna get there and feel so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm telling you just how I feel. It's the rock cover. Oh, memories up. Yeah. Okay. You know what? And the intro plays now. <laughs> How are you? I am good. Yeah, I go to RenFest tomorrow. So that is exciting. I was wondering if that was going to be what you led with. Yeah. And then on the next episode, you'll get to tell us how RenFest was. Yep. That's exciting for you. Probably people listening next week. Or if you're not listening as they come out. The next episode, <laughs> you'll know how it went. You'll know. You'll have the fucking down low. You'll know what I wasted my money on. Speaking of wasting my money, I talked to my sister today. Congratulations. Um, she took three different Ubers to get Domino's. Pizza. Pizza's <laughs> delivery. <laughs> they <laughs> deliver that. That's the whole Apparently thing. they delivered her fucking food to a marine base first. She was pissed. <laughs> like, and then she took an Uber to go get it from a diff. Like, she had to cancel her order because it was on a marine base. It was a whole thing. Like, she called me and she was pissed. But I talked to her today. It was great. We were... Three I, different Ubers? Three. Though? How did... The, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know. Because <laughs> we were talking for, like, a while. And we were, you know, talking about, like, Christmas and stuff. The big thing we were talking about was her flights. Because holy shit. Um, they're so expensive. Like, Ooh. a round trip is $900. Oh, gosh. For Christmas. Um, but we were looking into it and, like, trying to give her, like, a layover somewhere to make it less expensive. I'm pretty sure she's taking a plane here and a train back. Huh. So that's going to be interesting. But we were working that out for, like, hours. And then she was like, I earned pizza. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get off the phone and, like, shower and stuff. But, like, have fun with your pizza. And then I texted her. And I was like, I'm going to get pizza now because of you. And she called me in, like, a blind rage. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was like, you'll never fucking believe what happened. <laughs> and I was like, oh, are you okay? I'm sorry, I opened a wound. Was someone hurt? Like, are you okay? Did you just need the table? Yeah, I was getting, I was getting cozy. But yeah. That's fun. Three Ubers, though. <laughs> Three. What goes wrong that you need to get out of the Uber? Get in a different Uber and then get out of that Uber. No, literally. Could they just not go to the... How far was this Domino's? I don't know. <laughs> what? I told her, I was like, why can't you just deliver it? And she was like, uh. <laughs> what? what the fuck? That's the point of pizza. That they bring it to your door. And I don't have to do the work. It was really funny, though. She was pissed. Like, I, I keep joking, but, like, I can't... Oh, it's empty. I can't emphasize enough how mad she was about this specific thing that's so crazy did she got the pizza though oh yeah she got the pizza okay i mean at least it's a happy ending. she got the pizza and then she gaslit me about zelda games for like a while <laughs> what do you mean gaslit you 
we were talking about um oh she was like are you you're wearing a mortal kombat shirt like do you like mortal kombat and i was like first of all don't film bro me yeah don't don't. like you're wearing a rolling stone shirt named three of their songs like (laughs) shut the fuck up i bought this shirt because it looked cool and i was like no and she was like yeah um i yeah i got a majora's mask tattoo but i haven't played majora's mask in years and i was like yeah aren't they remastering it we started talking about zelda games and then i mentioned that like i wished skyward sword was on the switch because for a while they were saying they couldn't put it on the switch because of like the motion thing with the sword in skyward sword yeah um and Mel was like, it's been on the Switch for, like, six months. And I was like, no, it fucking hasn't. Wait, Apparently it? it has. Oh, so you weren't being... <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> she showed, She sent me screenshots of, like, her fucking e-store and was like, it's on the e-store. And I was like, no, it's you literally not. Shut it. the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that happened. Yeah. Skyward Sword was fun with the, the Wii Remote. I, I'm gonna be honest, I played it for, like, two seconds and realized you could sit down, and then I turned it off. <laughs> I don't know why that was a deal breaker. <laughs> oh, you were mad that you could sit down? <laughs> That's just the only thing I remember about it. Remember, like, picking up the cat thing, and, like, accidentally throwing it off the edge of the world? <laughs> you threw the cat, you fucking bitch. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I should have put it down and he just said, you <laughs> I've been, I replayed uh, Twilight Princess like last year, I think. And that was the best part of the game was being able to pick up the animals. <laughs> I remember, like, I remember when I was little, um, and my mom used to play it on the Wii. I would like take the controller from her and just pick up the dog and like walk around Hyrule. With just the dog. And, and she's like, that, are you going to do anything productive? There's that one city that has that, it's just full of cats. It's part of, it's, um, it's like Castle, it's part of Castletown. Yeah. It's like Castletown East, I think. It's Wait, one Because it's them. the cat lady thing. Yeah. So fun. And then collecting the bugs is always cool in that one, because you can go in the room and see all yeah. the bugs crawling around. And it's the male and the female versions of each. Yeah, that was always really fun. Fishing was fun to fill the tanks. Everything about that game was fun. No, that The was fact that you could really turn into good. a fucking dog. Midna. Midna. Why the fuck did they make her thick? <laughs> like, <laughs> game is so good. What else has happened this week? Hmm. Did you see the thing about, um... This is definitely a sharp turn. Okay. Um, what's her name? Cassidy Rainwater? No. Did you see that? Mm-mm. She was a girl who was missing for a while. And um, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Uh-oh. But they, they arrested some guy thinking that it was the man who like kidnapped her or killed her or something. And I don't know all the details of the case. I just know that... Somehow his house burned down and, like, the majority of the evidence was destroyed, but they found pictures of her, like, in a cage oh, um, and, like, strung upside down by, like, a, like a crane thing like you would use to skin a deer. <gasps> and they found um, remains in a freezer dated and they realized it was her. That's crazy. But, like, they're saying, like, no prior victims. And it's like, yeah, because they fucking ate them, bro. <laughs> like, 
and it, people are noting now that Cassidy's mom went missing in a very similar way. <gasps> and these guys are here. Let me show you their mugshots. These guys are like old, and most serial killers start kind of young. Like, um, yeah, it's a Missouri. It's a, it was in Missouri, and it was updated twenty hours ago. Missouri men charged with murdering a missing woman who was kept in a cage. Huh. Let me find the picture. James Phelps and Timothy Norton. So they were, so first the authorities found pictures of her partially nude in a cage in their home. Um, and then Phelps told investigators that Rainwater, who was reported missing in August, stayed at his house temporarily, but left and then headed to Colorado. But, like, after they were arrested by police, because it was two guys, the house mysteriously burned down. Uh. Like, it was a whole thing. But they found items dated July 24th that appeared to be human remains, along with a gantry device commonly used for processing deer and a cage. So this is them. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah. They were definitely eating people. Huh. And then the... The joke of a criminal case. Fucking Kyle. Oh, yeah. Not guilty on anything, guys? The judge really said, no, you can't show that video because it, it might would change the jury's mind. It might buy bi- it's biased. Like it's going to it's going to make the jury be biased as if the jury is not supposed to be biased. Did you see that the judge also said that they couldn't call them victims? Like he they couldn't say like Kyle's victim, blah, 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 because um, it created like it was like perpetuating a stereotype or something like that. This Did judge think- needs to be disbarred. Yeah, that's like, crazy. That's the whole point of a fucking court case, bro. Like, even if it was out of self-defense, it's still, like, a victim. Of self-defense the- of, a, of a fucking business he didn't own? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is he... It wasn't his property. No. He didn't live in that state. He brought a weapon. And he brought a weapon to... Pro- quote unquote, He felt, it's not your job to protect somebody else's property. Correct. You were not asked to be there. Correct. You went, on, you went there on, on your own own Mm -hmm. urges someone also pointed out which i thought was interesting um the the commonalities between so like with with the trayvon martin killing right first of all he was called an adult Mm -hmm. they're the same age kyle was called a kid in like a major news outlets and all this stuff it was like a a young adult a teenager whatever but trayvon was called a man um and then the other thing that people noted was that Trayvon, who did not kill anybody and was murdered in cold blood, um, they said it was self-defense. And then this kid, who did just murder people, it's also being called self-defense. And it's like, it's the perfect example of how I, the court serves white white people. Yeah, no, I read a, a, a good thing. It had, it pointed out two, like, really just nice points. Was The first thing is you can't claim self-defense to violence you cause. Yeah, that's literally the first thing you learn in criminal justice class. Yeah, if you cause the unrest. Mm-hmm. You are not defending. It's not self-defense at that point. You Correct. caused the issue. You yeah. are the main route. It's not self-defense anymore. He brought a gun. Yeah, you brought a gun. People, you created the violence, and yeah. then you can't say it's self-defense. It's the whole, it's the whole like, little kid thing. You started it, like, but he did. But he did. And then there, what else did it say? It was, oh, innocent until proven guilty is what they're trying to claim here, is mm-hmm. we couldn't fully claim that he was the bad guy. 
But if you look at other cases, it's almost the exact opposite where they're they're having to fight like Innocence, guilty. Yeah. yeah, guilty until proven innocent. They're playing it the other way. But this case is a perfect example how a white kid is going to have that innocent till proven guilty just thrown at him. But it's like innocent until proven guilty, but I can prove that you killed two people. Yeah. What do you, what where's the innocence? Oh, <laughs> uh, not guilty on all accounts? nothing what the fuck you literally just killed people that's not like up for negotiation that's not like a he might have he might not have there's no discrepancies there he just did he wasn't yeah and he went there with a gun with a weapon it's not like he was at home and had to grab a gun because someone was trying to break in no (laughs) if you went somewhere he didn't live wasn't his property to quote unquote protect it with, with a, a weapon he yeah no like no <laughs> what the fuck the judge who did this case though genuinely deserves to be disbarred I've like it was laughable of they said that you couldn't when because there was a for those of you who don't know what i'm talking about with the video there was a video it was like a week before the killings and it was um because that's what they were also that's just what happened but there was a video of him sitting in a car watching it was a bunch of, it was, like, two black people coming out of a Walgreens, and he just casually was, like, yeah, I really wish I had a fucking AK right now. Why? Like, they're coming, it's Wal. actually, I think it was a CVS, which is not in any way different. Like, but, um, the, the prosecuting attorney, like, tried to submit that video for evidence, and the judge said that he couldn't because it would bias the jury. But that's showing, like, he had... Bro, that's what the point of evidence is, is to change the... What? Just to change their mind. <laughs> to buy... That's what... Ev- you mean, like, what evidence is supposed to do? It was a mess. That judge needs to be fired. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, should we start? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> okay. I think we will talk about this for hours. I'm so frustrated um okay you know what yeah i'm doing a ghost story a ghost story mm-hmm. my ghost story you did not go to court okay for killing people i thought you were ending what? it at my ghost oh story. no no no! my ghost like, story happened dead. in your house <laughs> um and it's not my ghost story it's our ghost story <laughs> side note did i tell you that i found our text messages the other day i was going through pictures um and I found a screenshot of me texting you, and it was like, oh, I have it on my hard drive. I can pull it up, but it was like, um, bro, what are you doing? And you were like, oh, I'm downstairs. And I was like, I just saw a ghost. And you were like, there's no fucking way. Me too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that I was the screenshot. That. I was like, oh, yikes. <laughs> but no, my story um, is a good one. Okay. Um. You told me, what did you text me? A little weird? A little it's a little strange. weird. It was something along those lines. My phone's over there. I don't it's know a little weird. I'm, I don't know how to give you hints for it, though. Because I don't, you might know about it. Huh. Um, foreign. It's not an American ghost story. It's old. Old. Like, very old. Very old and Think foreign. Think 2000 B.C. I thought you were to say like a 2000. I was like, that's not that old. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. That's pretty old. Um, the first recorded records were in the year 421. Nice. Um, it's a place. 
It's not a building. It's a place. The ghost is a place? Well, the ghost story. Is in a place. Is, like, centered around, like, the place. But it's not a building. Okay. I don't know how to give you hints for this. Just guess. Guess. It was was on Ghost Adventures. (laughs) It's one of the most illegal places in the world. Illegal places? You cannot visit it. Huh. The government of the place was, like, absolutely fucking not. Can I get, like, a... A country? No. A hemisphere on the globe. Hemispheres are the top and the bottom, right? <laughs> Northern. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. That was meant to be an internal conversation. <laughs> the North one, okay. Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> Um, okay, can't go there. It is very illegal. Where would it be illegal to go? I'm trying to think. Um, and I mean, like, very illegal. And there's a ghost there. Lots of ghosts. Lots of ghosts there. A lot of people died here. A lot. But it's not a building. But it's not a building. It's a place. Just give it to me. I don't. don't. (laughs) Okay. Uh, do you know where Pavalia Island is? No. Okay in italy cool very fucking haunted and it's a whole island um uh, cool it's it's okay i found it through ghost adventures but apparently it's like one of the most like well-known haunted terrible places in the world cool um honestly i'm surprised you didn't guess chernobyl i but i mean yeah it's not old but i was dating of it illegal i did think going through illegal places i did hit chernobyl yeah yeah but then I was like, that didn't happen 2000 BC. Correct. <laughs> so. Okay, so this island floats between Lido and Venice. Lido, L-I-D-O, not Leto. Um, so there are historical records that believe... Oh, I note my credit. So I got it from Wikipedia, correct? Correct. Um, the Ranker article called um, Inside the Secret Italian Island Where... And then I'm not going to finish it because it's a spoiler. Um, all that's interesting.com and then and that's why we drink episode 127 but the first recorded inhabitants here were in the year 421 which is insane to think about as a concept in time um it was a documented safe haven because people um of padway and este este i I think that's how you say that fled to avoid germanic barbarian invasions from the romanic roman empire it was a whole thing um but people fled to these islands because they were so small and defenseless that they were left alone because they weren't threats okay um there were a couple of islands in this lagoon that were floating around each other and this is one of them um in 864 the governor was killed um the next one to take over either allowed 200 servants to go to pavalia or they fled unclear but they went there um somehow they ended up there with permission or not the population began to grow in the ninth century and following centuries at a pretty steady rate there was a war in 1390 or 1379 that forced people on the island to move so that the island could be turned into a naval base they built an octagonal base that is still on the island um it would be used as an outpost to destroy enemy ships before they could make it to venice 
So you'll notice that's a common theme in these stories, that this island is what stands between Venice and, like, the rest of the world. Cool. Um, and after that, the island was uninhabited for a very long time. Until the 1570s. What happened in the 1570s, you may ask? Go what ahead happened in the 1570s? The Black Plague. Ah. Obviously. I do remember that. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> yeah, I, I caught it, guys. So, the Black Death was a plague that swept through, the, through Europe in the 14th century. It killed off millions of people. Um, cut the entire population of some cities in half in, like, months. Some weeks. Like, people were dying left and right. Um, and the bubonic plague did not stop after the first outbreak in 1348, though it's, like, reported it did. It's, like, an outbreak. No. It happened again and again and again for centuries. Venice, you guessed it, is one of the biggest trading ports in Europe. Um, and during the Renaissance, uh, the official took advantage of, like, the fact that some some of those islands right off of Venice were very remote and for literal centuries, this island was Rome's solution to the plague. They just sent people there? Correct. Got it. Um, from allthatsinteresting.com, quote, It sounds like hell just in northern Italy. And I thought that was a good quote. <laughs> uh, this small island, 17 acres, housed over 160,000 people. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the Roman Empire it was used to house victims of the plague in order to protect the rest of the country. Um, people who were sick would be brought there and live and die in isolation. And then during the medieval era, when the plague returned, um, it was again used. Like, this was just the solution to the plague. Huh. Um, so thousands are dying, and it, it gets fucking bad. Okay? I'd imagine. So... It's, it was called a network of lazaretti, which are plague quarantine stations. On the islands, in the lagoons, it wasn't just Pavalia. Pavalia is just, like, one of the most famous. Um, so what they did was they created inspection ports, right? So in order to get to Venice, you had to stop at this island first and get checked. And if anybody had the plague, they could not go on <laughs> to Venice. Um, actually, if anybody on the boat had the plague, the entire boat was not allowed to go. That's what I was about to ask. Could nobody go? No one. <laughs> um, so in 1485, Venice's ruler, Giovanni, I do not know how to say his last name. It's like something. Um, <laughs> he died from an outbreak of the plague, and this is what spurred the quarantine colonies. Um, so... The Venetian government built five ports um, as security checkpoints. Pavalia becomes a checkpoint um, in, officially in the 1770s, and by 1777, it is the primary p checkpoint. I know this is a whole lot of history. That's okay. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I think I'm following. 1793, two ships arrived at that port. That reportedly had plague infestations. Um, they had symptoms, allegedly, and then it the island. That's when it really turned into like confinement. Like you just weren't allowed to leave. Um, so Venice also had like some of the strictest sanitary laws. 
like okay. period um so they anyone who was like coughing would be sent to pavalia oh. like in the city too <laughs> anyone um and the deal was you had to spend 40 days on pavalia with no symptoms before you were allowed to come into venice but if you're on plague island correct <laughs> but this is actually where the word quarantine comes from it's the italian word for 40 which is uh i don't know how to i don't want to speak italian but it's like cor- coronatana or something like that that's but that's cool. where we get quarantine because this is when quarantine was invented very cool is it very topical with the covid going on 40 days with sick people and you just have to pray no yeah I, that's not fun because you're just gonna get the play <laughs> that so they were given food and water and rooms or apartments and they were allowed to use the mail center though outgoing letters were fumigated that's don't good. know how i saw one report that it was with a vinegar <laughs> just dump vinegar <laughs> letter, on the letter <laughs> um so in these you can't read it anymore <laughs> it's just it's water wet. paper after 40 days they were either told that they were healthy or left to die forever you didn't get another 40 days or anything no oh (laughs) um so this is when it really like became permanent because no one survived 40 days what (laughs) um and then this is when it also became a dumping ground for the people that had died in venice too because you know when the plague happened they were burying people at such a rapid rate that they were running out of room yeah so they started and apparently the smell was insane because there were just bodies in the street. Yeah. So people's bodies were being shipped by, like, the ton. That's what I was going to talk about. Like, the the cart. Mm-hmm. A lot of movies and stuff will portray. They would just roll carts down the road and you'd put bodies on mm-hmm. it. Because that's how fast people were dying. But it was apparently, like, loading up a boat full of corpses to take to this island to be dealt with. Dealt with? Dealt with. What did they so it was mass burial pits and then they believed that even when they were in these pits the germs could still spread so they'd also set them on fire no (laughs) yeah um yeah 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 okay so there were rumors that some people who were like sick and living were also put into the body pits and set on fire that's awful yeah and the way rome handled this first outbreak of the plague was inspiration for like every other country like milan during the next major outbreak of the of the plague they put all of their plague sufferers into one field outside of the city because of how rome handled this and other so countries like started doing similar things quarantine. literally um in during the 17th century resurgence of the plague, colonial New York, um, they sent all their sufferers to an island that now houses the Statue of Liberty. Ellis Island. Yeah. I thought I would just sprinkle. I wanted to say it in a flowery way. Like, I just was proud that I <laughs> that you remember, remember the, the name. name of the island. I was like, bro, I got this. <laughs> My time to shine. This I can guess. My trivia. Uh, more trivia. Plague doctors were the one who transported the bodies that's what i was figuring um this and they do you know the whole nine yards with the mask and the they wore this mask allegedly to prevent them from getting sick 
that's what they believed i don't know why it's alleged anyway so it looks like a bird mask because the beak part is hollow and is shoved with herbs um that would burn inside of the mask and then you'd inhale those fumes instead of the airborne germs xo yeah like a pipe yeah no um we just put poppy in there well, yeah it was literally like opium yes yeah, some like, of them were like high off their fucking little high doing these so over 16 over 100 well over 160 bodies were dealt with here um fun fact the ground on this island to this day is half dirt and half human ash bad yeah this also wasn't the only island that was doing this and i don't want to make it sound that way because there there were nearby islands that were also doing the exact same thing same quarantining same mass burials um one of the other islands estimated that they had 500 deaths per day jesus um there was um a nearby pit discovered on one of the islands not that long ago they were going to build a museum and found a pit with a hundred and or 1500 bodies inside of it Jesus. 1500 bodies they also found uh more mass graves like over time um there were also a fear of vampires at this time because people would reopen these pits to bury more bodies um and one like they you know these bodies would have bloated stomachs and would be bleeding from the mouth as you know signs of decomposition um, but to stop the vampires, they started burying people with bricks in their mouths. I don't... Interesting. Yeah. I, some of the things, <laughs> like, about history where they're like, and this is how they solved that problem. It's like, cool, I'm following. Why? <laughs> <laughs> to stop the vampires, you simply bury people with bricks. <laughs> like, I, what it got us from A to the B? problem. <laughs> but I need the in What are you talking about? <laughs> I gave you the in-between. <laughs> Vampires. Bricks. What more do you need to know? Hate it. Um, but yeah. In 1805, Napoleon used this island to store weapons. Um, there was a bell tower that was turned into a lighthouse. Battles took place here that added to the death count. To this day, bodies still wash up on shore. And fishermen continue to catch human remains in their nets. Around the island? Yeah. That's crazy. Ask me how it could get worse. How could this possibly get worse? Guess. What makes everything worse? Medical malpractice. No, 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 no. We didn't need any of that. We already had the plague doctors getting high. In 1922, an asylum was built on the island. Bro. (laughs) This is made up. Ask me how it could get worse. A doctor conducting experiments. (laughs) Here. He picked this place. This is part of his villain origin story. I put a sour patch kid in my mouth. It was a grave mistake. I thought I could eat it fast enough. (laughs) I can't make that many jokes, man. (laughs) I'm working with hard material here. Uh, So, there's a particular doctor who worked at this hospital. He was notorious for experiments. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, he believed that lobotomies were a great way to cure mental illness. Hmm. He performed lobotomies on pretty much everyone, usually against their will. Yeah. That's awful. Um, he used hammers and chisels 
and drills for these lobotomies with no anesthesia or sanitation. Fine. So, yeah, he, he was he's not here to be a doctor. No, he's here to put a hole in your skull. <laughs> um, he supposedly saved his darkest experiments for special patients. What uh, does that mean? They, to this day, we still don't know what he did to these people. He would just bring the special patients to the bell tower. And it was said that you could hear their screams from being tortured across the island. But we literally have no clue what was ha- what, what happened here. Well, but where where'd their bodies go? I don't know. Did they die? <laughs> I don't know. So karma eventually catches up with him. Um, according to the story, he, he began to suffer like his own mental issues. And he eventually lost his mind um, due to the multitude of ghosts on the island. Like, that's indisputable. Every source I said that mentioned this doctor was like, yeah, he was driven insane by the ghosts. Like, yeah, guilt. No, that, but also, like, this, every ghost from the plague. Like, (laughs) um, so he goes to the top of the bell tower and jumps. Okay. Varying accounts of the death. Some say he was pushed. Um, well. There was one nurse who allegedly saw him hit the ground and claimed that he was, he initially, like, survived. Like, he hit the ground and lived, but there was a ghostly mist that overcame his body and choked him to death. Huh. Yeah. The hospital stayed open for another 40 years. Anyway. Oh, another version that was that he never jumped, but the patients rallied together and bricked him in. Oh. Yeah. I saw that version in two different places. One said it was, like true bricking because to brick someone it's not like locking someone in area it's two rows of bricks right Mm -hmm. so you brick someone into a wall um so it's like you can move left and right but you can't move forward and back another version was that he was bricked into the physical bell tower and like was ringing the bell to try and get people's attention and you can still hear the bell ringing huh um even though the house even though the bell tower was converted into a lighthouse you can still hear the bell Anyway. Oh, that's awful. I didn't even think about that. That there's just not a bell. It's not the wind. <laughs> mm-hmm. In the 1860s, the hospital was closed. Um, it was, the island has been abandoned and sealed off ever since. So it, it's actually gone to auction multiple times. And it has never been able to keep an owner. Until 2014, it was sold to a man named Luigi. Nice. He got a 99-year lease. Huh. For $700,000. He just owns the island now? Yeah. Mr. Luigi? $700,000 for an island. Yeah, that's insane. That's cheap as hell. Like, anyway. I'm sure. No, literally. So he said he plans to spend $27 million to restore it. He wants it to be used by the public, and he wants to build a luxury hotel. Oh, so he's just here to make some money. But since building, he has not done anything ghost hotel a lot of people think that he just bought it so that it wouldn't be commercialized oh so just saying that so he hasn't built anything not yet and you can so it's definitely illegal to go there but if you find a boatsman willing to take pay them you can go um so the police it, just may show up. <laughs> there are boats. There's no boats that make regular stops, but there are boats that will take you to it if you pay them enough. Um, locals are very afraid of it. Like, mainlanders will not go. Fishermen have pulled so much human remains out of the water that they will avoid it completely. 
and Italian tourism, you can't go without filming, filling out like mountains of paperwork just to visit. Um, a lot of websites, though, you say you can pay people enough money and they'll bring you. Um, it's been listed as one of the world's most illegal places. Um, the only people who go here regularly ask me how it could get worse. How could it get worse? Grape harvesters. Because apparently it's one of the most thriving grape vineyards in the world. Because the soil is half human ash. Huh. Who knew grapes like to be planted in ash? No, literally. Human remains. And, but the, apparently it's like thriving. Huh. Yeah. That's weird and awful. Haunted grapes? There's a, no, there's a place like that in America. It's called the Devil's Punch Bowl. But it's peaches. Interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a... It was terrible. It's very, very terrible. It's not good history at all. It's in the South, but it's um, slaves were like brutally murdered there. And it's a valley. So it was like said, the valley filled with blood as like, like a punch bowl. Um, and oh. now the fruit that grows there is poisonous. Huh. And it's like poisonous peaches. Like you'll get sick. That's weird. It's insane. Like the dichotomy of like, but the grapes are fine. Yeah, the grapes are <laughs> killing it. But, but yeah, there is a place like that in America. Um, so, there was a video of someone on YouTube who paid someone to bring him here so that he could play Pokemon Go. Here you can find a Krabby, an Ekans, a Tentacool, and a Voltorb. <laughs> Um, (laughs) on the and that's why we drink episode they theorized that you could find the voltorb then they brought up electromagnetic activity as well as shock treatments and that's why he's there (laughs) but those are the pokemon that you can what programmer (laughs) pokemon go corp it's like you know this illegal island that nobody can get to let's throw a crabby on there (laughs) literally what this island has also been called the island of death the Island of Madness, the Island of No Return, and the Island of Ghosts. Um, there is a museum dedicated to the history of the Plague Islands on a nearby island. Um, and then on the Know Before You Go section of TripAdvisor, it just says that it's illegal to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Why does TripAdvisor have a page on the tent? No. But I found it. Like, I was looking for reviews. There aren't any. <laughs> because it's illegal. That's awful. I don't know, actually. I didn't try to leave one. Okay. I'll leave one. I, I caught a Voltorb. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, ghosts. So, if you go to this island, um, ghosts are known to, like, touch, poke, and scratch you. Many people hear moans, screaming, crying, um, and coughing is the big one. Um, people have also seen full apparitions. One person was on the island and, oh, side note, I got a lot of history from other places, but most of the ghost stuff came from, and that's why we drink, because they just did a very good job of it. So thank you, Em. Um, people have been, like, shoved into walls or chased. Chased. Chased (laughs) down hallways. Um. And, you know, obviously, like, things have been caught on EMF readers. Um, 
People have also heard the bell tower ringing, even though the bell was removed decades ago. There's a, apparently a spirit who stands by the water and cries, and her name is Little Maria. There's a shit ton of electromagnetic energy spikes. Um, people hear breathing behind them. It, literally, it's like the list goes on and on. People say that the doctor is the most violent spirit, though, and that if you see him um, specifically near the bell tower is where like you'll get the most activity from him because that's allegedly where he died. There is also psychics who have said that the energy here is like really bad and like the word was malignant like it's not good um imagine people hear breathing from behind them i don't like that one yeah one family purchased the island to live on years ago they were one of the ones that like couldn't keep it as an owner um and the first night they left because their daughter had nearly had her face ripped off but i don't know i don't know they just called it a paranormal injury or they called it a supernatural injury she needed 20 stitches i don't know the details (laughs) um the scariest places on earth the show gave this island a two-part series like they gave one episode of just history and another episode of having people spend the night there because it's that haunted and then ghost adventures went and it is classified i did not get to watch it before the before we recorded but i want to it's classified as one of the scariest ghost adventures episode ever because zach gets possessed like he just starts like violently cussing at his team and like throwing shit like oh. equipment ah like yeah um he i and it's after he told them to uh use his energy he's like he told the spirits to use his energy and then immediately was like near passing out because he felt so drained and then right after that it's like violent huh he gets angry um he he but apparently like he really wanted like this was one of his dream locations to go to and it's very illegal like um but he wore a plague mask and like asked the spirits if they recognized him like they got a bunch of emf readers um cameras catches like footsteps and orbs um he asks the ghosts to hurt him like they get ghost ghost um responses in Italian, <gasps> like it's a whole thing. Um, the ghosts were understanding him the whole. No, literally, they also find a piece of a skull on camera. Just there. Yeah. Huh. All Zach remembers though after his like outbreak is feeling like crazy hatred, and he can't really remember much after that. That's so weird. Yeah. But. That's Pavalia Island. Crazy. Yeah. Huh. That's like... I know I say it like actually every episode, but that's like movie villain. No, yeah. I'm going to build my asylum on the haunted island that we dumped bodies on during the plague. To kill more people. Yeah. No, that's so bad. It literally is. It's terrible. I'm glad Pokemon Go really capitalized on the. When I got to that part, <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. I have, I can't gloss over that. You know, I'm glad I now know that. I think I could we need to start get... including that. Whenever we go ghost hunting, we need to see what Pokemon <laughs> are available there. And by the way, you can catch 
Vulpix here. Literally. Should go and name a Pokemon after each place. M was saying that um, it should be like a marketing tactic to put like only psychic Pokemon in those haunted locations and like ghost Pokemon or something. I was like, yeah, that'd be genius. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, like, if Pokemon Go had done something where like you had to travel to different, yeah, places to go get Pokemon. I'm glad they didn't because that is like outside of some people's reach. No, yeah, of um, course. Yeah. But it would have been a cool thing to like make them more frequent in some areas. Yeah. That would have been fun. Yeah. I remember one time uh, the lakefront mm-hmm. was flooding. And it was during like the hype of Pokemon Go. Right. And there was a legendary that spawned <laughs> on the lakefront while flooded. And I fully intended to walk to the lakefront and trudge through the flooded. <laughs> Did you hope- not? No. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> I was out of the house, like, starting to walk. My mom was like, you better get back in here. <laughs> you can't go, it's flooded. You cannot go catch Pokemon while it is storming and flooding outside. But it's a legendary, Mom. I was so upset, I wanted it so bad. That is intense. Like, was all, all around intense. I know it's not a crazy statement, but it, like, you don't realize how bad it was. Like, they just said a lot of people died. But then you have to think, like, what did they do with all those dead people? Now we know. Paris built the catacombs. Rome did this. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though? That is just... What, really? They just threw it on an island. No, literally. All you got people complaining about quarantine. Just be thankful it's not Rome's quarantine. <laughs> you have to stay in your house. It's not Rome's quarantine. It could, it could be Rome. Um, so did you see that I called the last episode, There Are People in the Walls, literally? There are people in the walls, period. Literally, period. <laughs> I think I'm going to call this episode, It Could Be Rome. Rome wasn't built in a day. Rome wasn't, that's it. Rome wasn't <laughs> built in a day. It just took a few bodies. It burned in one. <laughs> Isn't the, that the rest of the quote? That is the rest of the quote. Those get me, because it's like you really cut off the quote at the important part. <laughs> like the... <laughs> the slime was so hard, and you really just took what, it out. The other one, the big one, oh, the, the blood of the... Co- or it's the blood is thicker than water, but it's really the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Yeah. So it's, it's like the exact opposite, opposite of what it's trying to say. It's literally, it's like your sisterhood is more important than where you came from. Yeah. The found family, kind of. Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. Yeah. It's so much better when you keep the whole It's telling you to do it. It's It's telling you to do what you're curious about. Yes. Because the satisfaction will be enough for you. Schrodinger's satisfaction. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. It's time for an intermission. Okay. And intermission. And we're back. I called the police. (laughs) Oh, I was going to tell you before we started talking about the police that at my school there is in the biology building, Mm -hmm. there's this big tree. It's a tropical tree. I don't know how to say the scientific name. His name is Phil. Cool. He has been there a long time, apparently. And this week... 
is his birthday on the 30th. He will be 65. Are you going to get him a present? We're going to the party, at least, and they're giving out door prizes, <laughs> cupcakes, playing music. It's going to be great, and it's a birthday party for a tree, and I'm so excited. As it should be. Dude, <laughs> Phil is going to love it. <laughs> he was there. He was put in when the, the building was finished being built Aww. and made the biology building. He's some, like, hard-to-keep tropical tree, and he's been around for 65 years. And the other plants that were planted at that time did not make it. So Phil's going strong. That's cute. So all his friends are dead. But they, they raised money a couple years ago and built him this nice fountain. Like the, the lobby to the biology building is mm-hmm. really cool because it's this, it's stairs. I don't know how to explain it. Anyone listening to me talking about, you won't see my hand gestures explaining what's going on. There's stairs that go up like this. Okay. And then like this. But under here... Under this first part is a fountain, okay. which wraps around. So this stair is like fountain here, fountain like it. Yeah, there's a long U-shaped fountain like that. There's little like sprinklers in the fountain, and it's all tiled and nice. And around it is a bunch of the tropical plants. And then from the corner is Phil, and he like wraps around the. There you go. Oh, and that's Phil. <laughs> the long. He's tree. very pretty, and so. It's his birthday coming up. I wonder and I got if, the email, and I've never been more excited. I wonder if people could use that information to figure out where you go to school. Huh. Anyway. I go to school with a tree named Phil. Good I, luck. I went... I go to school with a tree named Phil. The... My, um... My school's mascot has a birthday party every year. That's fun. No, it's very fun. We don't have a mascot. And I can't explain why, because I have to tell you some of the past mascots, and you can probably find my school from that. Yeah. But it's an interesting story. I'll have to tell you some I'm pretty sure we've talked about it. The chicken? Yeah. Yeah. And you were mad that it wasn't- I'm so <laughs> angry. I can't, I can't explain my anger, because no, yeah. you have to get the joke, and I can't explain the joke without telling you where I go to school. Our school's mascot- Our whole school actually just got, like, a facelift, and it's, like, a big deal. That's cool. Because, fun fact, branding guides should be updated every five years. Not, like, redone, but, like, updated with the times. And our school's branding, we didn't even have a branding guide. It had, our school's, like, nothing had been done in 17 years. Hmm. So there was, like, 70 versions of our logo. (laughs) No, literally. And some of them was, like, the mascot. And I'm just going to say it. I'm going to cut this part out. We'll be back. And we're back. <laughs> but yeah, super interesting. That is fun. I want to make them worry no about what they know what we talked about. It was super interesting, though. And it was super cool to hear about it in a design class. Like, it was, it was real mm-hmm. and applicable to our university. That's fun, yeah. Get a real-life example. Yeah. I designed our logos for some of them mm-hmm. that I sent mm-hmm. you. I thought you meant for a second. Bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> cut that cut that no i designed uh some new morbid and mundane logos that i think we're gonna start using that'll be fun i really liked the circle with the two ghosts Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed i want to do because that was just on adobe spark that wasn't like any true design i want to do a version that's like complementary to the other circle one i had 
Like, I want there to be one with words and then one with pictures, essentially. Fun. And I want us to have um, a branding guide. Like, a guide to the fonts we use. Like, I'm, I'm going all out. I learned how to make one in class. I want to open, uh, I was about to start going through, while looking for stuff for the TikToks, also, like, grab sticker stuff. Yeah. And start, like, trying to make up stuff for stickers. I want to sell stickers. I just want to start designing stuff now. I want us to also, I need, was thinking about it the other day, we need to start doing, like, more TikTok stuff that isn't just the... Yeah, I was going to say that last time we were here. Because it's so hard to do those in mm-hmm. bulk. Like, I want to I keep doing them, obviously, because I like the way our TikToks are formatted. But, like, we need filler TikToks so yeah. we can post, like, twice a day. <laughs> Sprinkle stuff throughout. Yeah. Also, so it's, like, change up the, the content a little bit. Yeah. And we're back again because I had to cut that whole section because we started talking about it again. Yeah, we might just need to, like, start here. Like, leave nothing we've talked about in because it's only been about our schools. Maybe, yeah. I think we just start here. Um, I think we just start here. So I'm going to leave the and we're back so that you know things got cut. <laughs> um, That's fair. I want to give you some anxiety. You don't know. We were talking about we you. Were, we were talking for so long. <laughs> But we're back now. I designed some logos. Woohoo. And we're going to use those now. Are we jumping in or do we need? We can. We... What's your story today? It is a true crime. Okay. I did not write myself hints to give out, so I have to think of them on the spot again. Pop off. Take your time. I don't know why I did that to myself. Um, what, what can I tell you to like get? I don't know if you'll know this. There is a chance you do. Okay. Um, I love a good guessing game. I've gotten more right than you at this point. Yeah. I did remember the name of Ellis Island earlier, though, so I think that earns me a couple brownie points. Okay. <laughs> brownie points, maybe. Um. Okay. Okay. What can I say about this? Okay. I don't like... It is... It involves a pretty big company. Okay. Um, what else can I say? What else can I a say? A company? Yeah. Pretty, like, you know the name of the company. I know that much. Okay. And it's a true crime? It is a true crime. Is someone murdered? Yes. Okay. By a company? Not in a company? No. With a company? <laughs> we'll get to it. Oh, okay. But they're involved with the company. Yes. Okay. The company itself does not shoot anybody because they are a company and not a person. Hey, but... companies are treated as people in courts of law. Okay. Um, wait, I want to guess. <laughs> I'm not a court of law. <laughs> I'm not a court of law. A company and it's a true crime? Yes. What the fuck? I don't know, like, what else to tell you without giving away some of the stuff I talk about later. Where did it happen? Um. I will guess this. I will. Italy. Really? Like, for realsies? You're not just fucking around because I did Italy? No, I did. I almost said it earlier. The dance of Italy. Oh, oh, oh. That was our caption on TikTok earlier this week. Yeah. Italy? It's a company? Is it, like, a fast food company? Is it, like, clothing? Is it Chanel? No. Oh, there's some crimes involving Chanel. Didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know this one either until I. Okay, I, I, I fuck it. I give up. Okay, so our Gucci. Th- yep. 
Is it actually? It is. Alright, our first important force. Holy shit. Whoa. Our first important person we, we're going to get to know is a man named Maurizio Gucci. Oh, cool. So, yes, it is Gucci. Uh, as you can tell. Did Gucci kill someone? <laughs> we'll get that. <laughs> Have you seen those? <laughs> Have you seen those rhymes? And it's like, yeah, Gucci. <laughs> Do you know what it's like? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, you can keep talking. I'm okay. listening. I'm just looking them up. Um. Okay, so he is a member of the Gucci family, as we can tell from his last name. Okay. Uh, and like we have said, Gucci is a big brand. I'm sure okay. everyone listening has heard of it, but this is that family. His grandfather, Guccio Gucci, is Guccio yes. Gucci. Is the founder of the Gucci brand or the the name of it, and so that's his grandfather. I don't know if I said that. Yeah, his grandfather is the founder of Gucci, and then his dad is Rodolfo Gucci. I'm gonna stumble over some of these names because they're Italian. Uh, he was an actor. I'm not sure what in, but an actor. Um, and was head of the company during this time. So Maurizio, our character. Is not, but his dad is the company. Um, but just because he's not head of the company, Mauricio still is like involved in the the high life, extravagant social circles mm-hmm. of it all. He so he's still participating in the like super rich stuff that super rich people do. He's just not obscene. <laughs> yeah, no, like the crazy parties and stuff. He's huge into that, but he doesn't own anything in the company at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Mauricio. He was born in September 26, 1948, and was Rodolfo's only child. Um, I don't like that name. Rodolfo. He sounds I think I'm like saying a, it right. No, he sounds like a movie villain. He's an actor. That's He sounds like a villain. <laughs> he sounds like some... Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it just sounds like Rodolfo. It's, a, it's got that, like, mystic... He sounds like edgy. a D&D villain. Yeah. Um, so, he's not. <laughs> How disappointing. He's just Rodolfo. He's Gucci. He's just Rodolfo, Rodolfo Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> he is an actor. He has a kid. And, okay, back to the, the parties and stuff. At one party, he meets a woman named Patricia Reggiani. Okay. I'm going to call her Reggiani because I stumble over her first name. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> welcome back, sir. So, Reggiani, she did not come from, like, a line of successful business people. Her father made a lot of money in the trucking business. Okay. Uh, Another trucker? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, the family was very wealthy, but they didn't come from wealth. So, it wasn't, like, her her parents' fortune. It wasn't old money. Yeah, it wasn't old money. It was new. Her parents had made it. But she was, like, spoiled by her dad. She grew up, like... Wearing mink fur coats, fast cars all the time, high in jewelry, Pop high off. in fashion, like always had the new stuff. I wish. Um, and of course, through all this, got mixed in with these like old money circles and these extravagant stuff that right. were going the crazy stuff, like Gatsby level, crazy things going on. Because this is what rich people do. Yeah, they just throw money at the wall. <laughs> no, they just throw money at the wall. It's like that game with the tennis ball. You bounce. 
Yeah, but no. it's just cash. But it's just money. It's just cash, and it's... it never comes back. So you just keep throwing more because <laughs> it doesn't bounce back. But it's kind of fun. But it's kind of fun. It's something to do. So with your obscene amounts of wealth. So, uh, both being in Italy, they're from the same area and kind of wind up in the same scene of that like crazy rich, stupid rich, throwing money at walls, throwing money at walls kind of parties. Um, bouncy balls, and they meet. And now Reggiani, she claims that. Maurizio was instantly in love with her. She could tell. And you know what? She's probably right. <laughs> she Many was. a shit. <laughs> <laughs> she was exciting and different because she wasn't old money. She was new money. She wasn't she wasn't like these family names that you've heard of forever. Right. And you saw what all they were doing on the news and stuff. She was just kind of like this outsider. A manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, like she was the- Gucci's manic pi- pixie <laughs> dream girl. That is the name of this episode. <laughs> she was the new girl on the block is what it was. And Gucci's manic pixie dream girl, aka the new girl on the block. <laughs> it's just going to keep getting longer. <laughs> it's like 50 words long. <laughs> the title has to give me a character limit. <laughs> Okay, she claims that she didn't care for him that much, but, like, she could tell she, he liked him. She could tell that he liked her. I bet. I cannot talk. Um, He eventually wins her over, but it was a lot of the, like, chasing after her. Mm-hmm. He, because he was in love with her. Men ain't shit. Yeah, no, he, he I, like, from all accounts, he was, like, I don't care if you're a Gucci. And he also had the entire Gucci fortune at his disposal (laughs) to just, like, buy her things and, like, win her over. Isn't that every woman's dream? (laughs) So he, like, just chased after her and eventually wins her over. But it might have been the money. (laughs) Then she went and put that booty on that Gucci belt. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) I met her in the club. And asked her who she felt. And then she went and put that booty on this Gucci belt. Thank you. You're a wise one. (laughs) That is Shakespeare. Shakespeare. (laughs) So, but they hit it off. Uh, They they get married in 1972, and they're both around 24 at the time. They were, like, a cute couple. Like, marrying into Gucci. Yeah, just marries into Gucci casually. I hate that. Um, But, like... Would go all over parties. Like, they got they got along well. They were well-known. Okay. Um, now, at, like... I guess she was rich, too. So it was yeah, like, she did have mad. money. That's what it was. It wasn't like she was... A gold she, digger. Yeah, she was by no means, like... Four. Just this... Yeah, she wasn't... Just this like isn't Aladdin. Some random person. She was involved in all the extravagant yeah. money parties, like we've been saying. So it, it's not, like, unheard of. Um, but Disgusting. Rodolfo, though, did... Did not approve of her. Bullshit. Um, Shut up, Rodolfo. Th- he didn't approve of any She's of, like... She's cute. The whole relationship. I don't know anyone. <laughs> I have an interesting... We'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making jokes. She's got jokes. Uh, he, he he saw Reggiani as an outsider, is what it was. And, like you said, Duh. a gold She's digger. Pixie she girl. did have a lot of money, but nothing compared to what, like, Gucci had. That <laughs> the old money so she was rich but she wasn't stupid gucci she wasn't rich. gucci rich <laughs> so, guys get it right so rodolfo kind of didn't she he was a little worried about her um he he was worried for the company's wealth but also his son's like interest like didn't want his son to get screwed Which is over dumb he didn't want his son to like be fall in love with someone because it seemed like the son had went for her first you right. know went after her and then to like 
the only reason she's there is the money would like break him is part of the work. I mean I get that but like but most of it's the money but like worst case scenario it's like okay you son she's gonna steal your money when you inherit the gucci fortune okay i get 30 years then until i inherit the fucking gucci fortune we could split it in half like still be like crazy rich let me be happy dad like um he does become less critical though after uh mauricio and reggiani have a daughter named alessandra oh um so once they like start having family together he's like all right seems like she's she's here for the long haul like she's not going anywhere um his father was still like protective of mauricio like oh like of involved and kind of like like parents yeah just a a a nice parent but he was also by some accounts overprotective oh shut up but a lot of people blamed it on mauricio's mom his wife had died when mauricio was only five Mm. um poor baby and so kind of just wanted to step in and go the extra mile and make sure like he he filled the shoes of both parents so it was like trying to be there in every way possible so it was like i don't want your heart broken i don't want your money stolen <laughs> like all of it i'm your mom and your dad bitch <laughs> i'm an actor and also gucci <laughs> i am gucci <laughs> i met her in the club no I say it anymore. <laughs> and then she went and put that booty on this gucci belt um anyway though and keep doing it <laughs> after the birth of their daughter alessandra Rodolfo bought them tons of houses and properties all over. Good for them. Mans went from critical of the relationship to buying them houses. It's the grandkids. They always do it. <laughs> no, that's literally as soon as he got a grandkid, he was like, I love this. <laughs> for Give me something to funnel money into to fill the void. <laughs> they had they had properties from a penthouse in New York, a lavish estate in Switzerland, and a farm in Connecticut. I saw someone today, and they were comparing prices of housing around the world, and they were like, tell me why I can rent a villa for in Italy for, like, $600 a month, and I can rent, like, a floor panel in New York for $12,000. <laughs> there's, be- there's these people on TikTok that go around, and it's- they're called, like, what do they call nomads or something i don't remember what their group name is mm-hmm. but they literally they don't live anywhere yeah they they just go and spend like instead of paying rent like you said in new york where it's mm-hmm. the same where you can live in this crazy nice house mm-hmm. in other countries so they just go rent nice houses for a month and then move to a new location and they just That's make crazy. they make content and make money through that and then pop off go all over tour all these places yeah like they've 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 hacked the system. I want to rent a fucking villa. I saw somebody on TikTok that was posting, um, like, renting a castle is not that expensive for, like, a month. And there Mm -mm. was a group on TikTok for a while that was, like, organizing a mass party to, like, everybody just pay for your plane tickets and we'll split rent and you pay, like, $50 for, like, a month in a castle. castle. Yeah. I'm I'm there. I fucking wish. I saw someone making dresses because they were, they were renting a castle out for a week so this is a common thing why don't we rent a castle dude i don't know if it's like college kid money level but i feel like it's obtainable we we could do it we could do it we could do it um you know buying a castle is also not that expensive no you can just become a a duke or whatever it's cheaper than a lot of places in america it's because to be a groundskeeper at a america is on a down slope of the economy's about to crash yeah yeah, let's move to Canada. <laughs> let's move to Scotland and buy in a, a castle. castle. The real answer. Bet. Anyway, so 
Anyway, they had, like, houses all over. Everywhere listed different things. Like, it was a ridiculous amount of property. <laughs> and that was just them. That wasn't Gucci, what they owned. So Gucci. I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure Gucci owns half the world, but... um, Bet. They were a popular couple, a uh, beautiful couple, like, super done up all the time. And mm-hmm. I, like, got along with everyone. And they were known for parties they hosted. Bet. Um, apparently, for a while, they had color-themed parties. Like, okay. one was themed red and orange, and everything had to match. So, food, furniture, Whoa. outfits, like, everything had to be red and orange. Um, I w- They got new furniture for these parties. And this wasn't the only color-themed party. There was, like, blue and other stuff. <laughs> blue. <laughs> blue ivy. So, they would... That was just one, like kind of party they threw they did all sorts of stuff Mm -hmm. all just for rich people rich people parties to meet more rich people but they they did all of it speaking of rich people i saw a video today of kim kardashian talking about how her daughter has figured out how to annoy her um northwest so when she's when they're in the car together north will roll down the window and just start screaming kim kardashian's in the car my dad's kanye west (laughs) like and kim was like no 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 like rolling up the windows and putting the child's life on but like this is how you piss kim gay off and north figured it out i'm i'm happy for her yeah but yeah they had a private island also oh uh-huh was it it was not the island you talked about i was trying to remember the name <laughs> don't you just talked just about it for an hour <laughs> my brain I need you to know, Otto corrected it to Genovia, you know, the <laughs> princess diary. <laughs> With Anne Hathaway. She's so pretty. Yeah, but that's not the Genovia. With Julie Andrews. Anyway, they got the, they, they had an island. And they would get to this island by a yacht. Oh. Which was purchased to celebrate the birth of their second daughter. Bet. Allegra. <laughs> That's how I think you say it. That's how it's spelled. What so. is Allegra? Isn't that a nasal congestion medicine? <laughs> Some sort of medicine. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. If- <laughs> Their next daughter's name? Nyquil. <laughs> uh, Benadryl. The yacht is called the Creole. It's worth millions today and is owned by the daughters now, Alessandra and Allegra. Okay. Um, okay. Are these pretty kids? They're- okay. It, they're always done up is the thing yeah like you can't you can't even really tell they're always like dressed in the nicest stuff right because they are the gucci daughters yeah they're gucci kids when i met her in the club <laughs> no we don't need it i asked her who she felt and she went put that booty on this gucci belt thank you you're welcome so to follow up on that quote, <laughs> I have a very piece of Shakespeare. <laughs> I have a very sad thing to tell you. Oh no, Rodolfo dies in 1983. Oh, and things here start to take a turn. Okay. Um, at this point, Mauricio inherited 50 percent of the Gucci company, and the other half was split amongst his uncle and cousins. Okay. The, nobody else had the other half. It was kind of split up. Yeah. But he had half. Yeah. Um. During this time, Gucci had been on a decline due to, like, an overproduction of an unpopular bag. It was a canvas bag. Wasn't okay. Wasn't doing too well. And an over-licensing of the Gucci logo. Okay. The, the main one. The double. The G's. Just the normal one, yeah. Just <laughs> There was 
for some reason they were overdoing stuff and mm-hmm. it wasn't paying off. And so they were they were in a little rough patch and Mauricio did not make it better. He he wanted to bring the company back into like the glory days of like high end extravagant mm-hmm. rare fashion. Um and he he wanted to be the only one tied to this rise back to like like a prestigious company. Okay. So he was trying to get the company back from his uncle. That's what it was and there was a lot of disputes and Gucci had had some issues in the past of like other people trying to own the, they wanted it in the the family's name mm-hmm. kind of thing and people always were trying to like butt their way in. Yeah. So he's saying it's the most stable if two of us have it like uncle didn't want to let go of stuff. Right. Mauricio very much wanted all of it kind of mm. deal <laughs> bro you're already fucking it up <laughs> um no you can't have it Reggiani said that he used to like collaborate with her and work with her on business matters and decisions but after his father's death it, he kept everything to himself made very Damn. quick and rash decisions and was just like power hungry it seemed just mm. like wanted to be the one to pull pull gucci back up right into what it once was um I don't know why they're talking. <laughs> like, it was fine. It just wasn't making as much money. Right, but it it's was not, still making, you know, billions of dollars. It's not like Gucci was struggling. <laughs> I want to point out that Gucci was fine. <laughs> they were just not doing as well as they have done previously. Gucci, just to reiterate, was a multi-billion <laughs> dollar company. They're fine. <laughs> they were good. Um, but the company did lose millions while Mauricio was in charge. Uh, he had grand ideas, but often executed these before they could truly afford to do so, and mm-hmm. then they wouldn't pay out like he thought they would. Right. So it was just like a double hit. Nice. And he, he he kept pulling these. Uh, also, just to point out, like, he's not great with the whole financial part of this. Oh, yeah. His personal finances were, were in the red from 1991 to 1993, just the whole time in the red, losing money. Now he had Gucci fortune. I was about to so say. So he's fine. But like, but like, how do you, for two, see, if I'm in the red for two days, I'm dead. Like, <laughs> my, I cannot afford groceries for the next three years. I can't. I'm dead. I'm in it. I'm homeless. <laughs> two years? Yeah. Uh, during all of this, also, as you can kind of tell, marriage wasn't going so great. Yeah, he was kind of leaving Reggiani out in the dust, telling her nothing making decisions behind her back, going on all these meetings, not involving her with anything. And bro, she's it was lots of wife. fights and secrecy. And even though they like really seemed to hit it off in the beginning, it just really went downhill super fast with all of right. that going on. Y'all are the monarchy of Gucci. What the fuck? <laughs> Y'all she's... are like pretty much royalty. Come on. Keep it together. Get it? <laughs> Fix it. What are you doing? One night, Mauricio left Reggiani and the girls claiming he was going on a short but urgent business meeting in Florence, but he never returned. <gasps> um, worst of all, he had a friend tell Reggiani that he would not be returning and that he soon would be filing for divorce. He didn't say any of that in person. Didn't send a letter. He had a friend come tell her. What the fuck is wrong with this man? He really said. Was he cheating on her? Almost certainly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Men ain't shit. Um, I asked her. Soon after this, after he leaves, he is forced to sell his claims to the Gucci business to- Shouldn't have cheated <laughs> on your wife, sir. Invest right. Corp for $170 million. Jesus. At this point, he had gotten, also I wanted to say, at this point, he had gotten some of the 
other claims. He had more than 50% at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it wasn't But his uncle exactly still enough. had the other big piece. His uncle still had a part of it. Yeah. But uh, it, it quickly fell in mm-hmm. uh, right after. So, like, once he lost it, Investicorp kind of scooped it all up. And so when he sold his last bit, it was the last time the Gucci family name was associated with the company. Oh, so damn. So he is the cutoff. Um, the uncle? The Mauricio. Mauricio. Yeah, he had I'm been confused. taking most of it from the uncle and the cousins. Oh, okay. He, it had gone into some weird, like, legal stuff. They were pulling legal lo- loopholes with each other. Mm-hmm. And so, like, right at the end, they both, like, owed Investicorp stuff. Mm-hmm. So by the time this happens, Investicorp pretty much had all of the other stuff. So whatever... Mauricio had at the end was kind of it. Okay. The, the deal struck with the uncle. As soon as Mauricio sold his part, all of it was Investicorp. Damn. Um. So it it cuts off with Mauricio. He's okay. the last one to. He's the last Gucci to be in charge of Gucci. That's so <laughs> funny. Um. Now to backtrack, Mauricio during this time had started dating a childhood friend. So this is the cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name was Pola Franchi. And when the divorce was finalized with Reggiani in 1994, he immediately started on working on marrying this other person. Ah, yes. She was also very rich. Um, she had a son, but they didn't have any kids together. Mm-hmm. Um, and was, like, a lot of people painted her as this gold digger that was a childhood friend now coming for his money. <laughs> and she, at one point, when being interviewed... Was like, I'm not a gold digger. My last husband that I left him for had way more money. <laughs> and she's talking about Gucci. <laughs> and I was like, who who had more money? What the, who are you? <laughs> My last husband had way more money. It was just some rich people drama. It was cool. Um, I can't be a gold digger. I'm settling for him. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> settling for Gucci. I mean, at this point, not Gucci anymore. But imagine. He still has money. He's still Gucci. <laughs> He's still got the money. He's fine. <laughs> He's not fine, though. On March 27th, 1995. He- <laughs> <laughs> He's not fine. I'm going to spoil it. He's not fine. <laughs> I'm waiting for I keep having to remind myself that we have a true crime podcast. This I'm is like, this is all crime. really, really, really this interesting. Is- we hit the true crime. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Who murdered Gucci? So... March 27, 1995, while Mauricio was returning to his personal office, his doorman, Honorado, I think is how you say it, he, ex- he sees, this is what is, a beautiful, clean, gloved hand come through the doorway. And this hand, that's all they can see, um, all he can see, because Mauricio is walking up the stairs at this point. Mm-hmm. The hand comes through the doorway, shoots Mauricio three times in the <gasps> back as he walks up the stairs, and then it turns and shoots the doorman twice in the arm. <gasps> and that's all they see. And Honorado is the, the only witness to this, so they have oh, no fuck. clue what's going on. Uh, they were found on the steps later, and Honorado was bleeding bad from his arm, but was alive, and he had crawled over to Mauricio. He had his head cradled in his lap. Mauricio was dead at this point and passed away in his friend's arms. Aww. Um, but was just shot in his personal office one evening returning. That's insane. Um, Who the fuck shot Gucci? So, what happened? Police had no clue. P- 
police had nowhere to start. I have no clue. The gunman disappeared as suddenly as he showed up. It was a busy morning and just kind of disappeared into the crowd. That's crazy. Um, Honorado said everything he saw, but it was literally he just saw this very clean gloved hand is how he describes it. Come through the door, shoot the gun, and disappear. Um, so they, they don't know where to go mm-hmm. at this point. They have no clue what's going on. And it wasn't until two years after the killing that someone involved started to get cocky (gasps) and some information starts to trickle out from all over these circles. That's always how it happens. It spreads around the circles and eventually the police are tipped off. Mm -hmm. But it just like was a rumor pretty much spreading around these high end rich people circles. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to call them. Rich people circles. The the rich people. (laughs) Um, So police are tipped off and they... They decide to set up, like, a trick. Okay. Pretty much, they kind of force these people involved, we will get into, to have to talk about what they did, and they tap the phones. So they, 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 like, trick them into bringing up, like, I couldn't find exactly what they did, but they pretty much, they just lure them into the conversation. Interesting. And the police can just hear. And what happens is, Reggiani, Pina, a friend of hers, and a friend of the friend, and two men all get on the line and discuss what happened. Not Reggiani. I liked her. I don't like her. Oh, don't (laughs) nod. (laughs) The police had baited them into the conversation, like I said, and they discuss it all. Obviously, these people knew what went down. Mm -hmm. Um, So, of course, Reggiani has become the main suspect in the case, just have been divorced from her from the man and obviously it wasn't ended on great ground right there was an affair involved and lots of money and a lot to go a lot on the line so she is instantly thrown into like the main suspect uh the phone call revealed that reggiani had gone to her friend to have a hit put on her husband pina then contacted her friend who was the the other person on the taped call and had had the hitman hired. The other two men on the call were the hitman and the getaway driver. Oh. So it was the whole guilty party Damn. on this call. Um, Rich people can really get away with anything. <laughs> they really just called each other up. <laughs> like, hey, put a hit out on him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can have it done by Tuesday. Mm, is there anything earlier than that? Mm-hmm. I really wanted it to be done on, like, Sunday. Yeah, I have, like, this meeting to get to, so I kind I of... I really just want to... I want to be able to, like, walk through a crowd and get the phone call then so I can start crying. Yeah, like, I... For the I, press. It's got to be why I'm in the public, so, like, right. not at night. No. During the trial, Reggiani claimed that she did not want... Did not put the hit out, did not hire... Like, go to anyone seeking a hit, but that her friend, feeling bad for her, put mm-hmm. the hit out, and then... Uh, not turning on your friend in court. <laughs> and then blackmailed her into, like, saying, pay or I will frame you for this. It's like, you're framing her. You two-faced son of a bitch. <laughs> um, uh, she's, like, like I said, she said the friend hired the hit and then demanded payment from Reggiani or she would frame her, mm-hmm. bring her straight to court. So Reggiani's claim is that she just paid her and it all went silent. Like, mm-hmm. that's what happened. Um, but, weird note, <laughs> Reggiani's, Reggiani's diary entry for that day was was one one word the the day of the murder not the day of the police the day her ex-husband was murdered 
one word, and it is the Italian word for paradise. <gasps> My <laughs> guess was going to be peace. <laughs> it's paradise. No, yeah. Um, so, a little suspicious. They read her diary in court. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. They the really same thing sauced. happened to Michael Scott, and it was traumatizing. <laughs> you can't, dude. You know there is legal clause though. Like that's the, I, uh, you, diary entries are permissible in court. Huh. Like there's a there was a clause for I don't remember why we learned this in criminal justice too. And they mentioned it on Office Ladies for the Michael Scott episode where he had to go to court and his diary was read. But it's like. There was some clause because some case, I don't, I don't fucking know the details, but yeah, diary entries are considered legal evidence. Yeah. Like well, legal documents and shit. Her legal evidence was the, the word, word paradise. paradise on the day her ex-husband was murdered by a hitman. Don't keep a diary. Facts. Um, so all five are found guilty during the trial. They're mm. all involved. From the phone call, they can tell. Like, everybody had a piece to play here. Um... Allegedly, also I found this tidbit, that on the day of the trial, all Gucci stores hung up silver handcuffs in the store windows. But Gucci will not confirm this. They very much want to not associate with this whole thing going on. This drama. That'd be so cool if they did, though. There's... A lot of stores did. Gucci doesn't... Won't say if they they told them to do it. Oh, if it it was like a mandate? Yeah. they, they, They say they don't have any word to put they're not going to swing each side either way mm-hmm. in this um they just completely don't want anything to do with it but if this is true they very much wanted people to go to jail on I mean, the day of the trial um people were murdered yeah a gucci was murdered <laughs> and gucci a gucci no i know I'm oh just, i was and okay yeah <laughs> it was a joke <laughs> it was a bad one i'm sorry i'm kidding <laughs> um yeah, so Gucci will discuss all of it very little, won't do interviews on it or questions, scrubbed it from the business history. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of swept it under the rug. So we can't confirm they, they had the handcuffs hung up, but some stores did. Um, Reggiani served 18 years in prison. Damn. <laughs> she was released from San Vitor prison in October 2016. Damn. Um. She never calls it prison when being interviewed. She refers to it as her stay in the Vitor residence. Will not say she went to prison or stayed in prison. She makes it sound like this fancy place that she stayed at. Was she at a fancy prison? Do you know? Or was it just like a general? My question is, was this very rich, wealthy woman just in like cell block C with like, what? We'll get into it. Okay. (laughs) Do rich people go to normal prison? <laughs> she claims that she was like super strong of a person for for under like for being in prison so long and still coming out herself um because she was in captivity but then when she like starts explaining about what her day-to-day life was like in prison you could tell it wasn't that bad <laughs> she specifically talks about that she slept a lot took care of her plants and paused for dramatic effect played with her pet ferret she had a ferret in prison? <laughs> Which was her... She struck a deal with a lawyer and had a pet ferret in prison. Um, the pet's ferret's name was Bambi. Um, she had a ferret in prison? Yeah. So, I'm sure the prison wasn't glamorous. But, like, if you get a prison ferret, you can't complain. What the 
fuck? So to answer your question, it was not normal prison. She no. had plants and stuff. She like even if it was a normal prison, it she was decked out. She right. was fine. She could pay people to get her plants. I was like and Capone ferrets. got like whole cells yeah. and stuff. I'm sure like it it was a similar case. Not as done up as Capone, no, yeah, but, but like she had stuff to do. Like yeah. she was fine in prison. Um anyway, I really enjoyed that there was a ferret, a prison ferret. She had a ferret in jail? That's crazy. <laughs> Bambi. Um, throughout this time, though, she, like, com- claimed innocence. She said, like, it wasn't my idea. Like, the friend did it and then kind of roped me into it. And just because it would be tied to my name so much. Like, just tries to right. play the blame game. Um, after release, however, a film crew from an Italian network barged into her workplace and they asked why she had hired a hit. And she ap- she's, like, tired at this point absent much doesn't really realize that like there's cameras for tv on mm-hmm. her and she replies that she had bad eyesight and didn't want to miss him <laughs> so just kind of like admits to it <laughs> that's funny um, that's funny her motive could have been countless things we've talked like we've, she had we've bad eyesight and didn't want to miss him. That's, so she hired a hitman and a getaway driver i had bad eyesight i was gonna miss yeah that's, that's funny literally why she hired that's a hitman funny. Um, her motive was like, it's a mix of things. We've talked about a lot of, um, in, uh, it was also some like money stuff, not the, the kind of stuff you'd expect though. Uh, she wanted to keep the, the marriage off with Franchi specifically because if they had kids, she was worried that he would give the fortune to them and not their daughters and was worried for her daughter's like livelihood, livelihood and stuff. Um, I mean, sue Gucci for child support. <laughs> yeah, she in like alimony and stuff. She didn't yeah. want to lose all of this that was tied to the the name, and then right. if he had gone into another marriage, her kids would also be hit by it. Yeah, and she didn't want her kids to like because this man kind of lost his mind, <laughs> blew a bunch of money on right, ruined a business and had to sell it, and then was cheating on them. Yeah, didn't want her kids to like have to start from the ground up because of that. Right. Um. She also, she felt that she was, like, there's a quote. She felt that she was the most Gucci of the Gucci family. She had, like, built her identity on this. So, when a, like, a big part of it was, like, her quote is, how could he have done this to me? Yeah. When she killed him, <laughs> like, it was. She it was bad eyesight. She was going to make So, her, her whole thing was, like, it was part of her. Mm-hmm. It was, like, her lifestyle. She was, she, in the beginning, was making a lot of the business like yeah. decisions and stuff and then was just completely shunned from it say, and I, then divorced for it i can understand that kind of resentment like she was like i was i was helping you keep the business afloat you right. pushed me out caused the business to fail and then divorced me because of it yeah no sir right <laughs> and then hired a hitman men ain't shit um It was also, like, plain jealousy and anger and stuff, too. No, yeah. Don't want to cover that up. She was angry <laughs> and jealous it? of, like, an the affair girl, happening. Yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't all, like, this strategic money stuff. A lot of it was anger at this man. Hey, I would be, too. And she didn't want to miss him, so she hired a hit. Um, part of Reggiani leaving prison, she had to find work, um, and she originally refused this idea (laughs) because she had never worked a day in her life and did not intend to start now (laughs) so was just gonna stay in prison 
I mean, her first offer, she denies it and stays in prison two more years. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> she eventually agrees, though, because this very high-end jewelry company, Bozart, offers her a job design consultant position. And so it's like rich money stuff. <laughs> like I hate rich people. <laughs> so she, she, she agrees, but it's not work. I hate rich people. <laughs> um... I wanted her to get a job at Costco. Like, <laughs> I know. I wanted her to like scanning to rice. Work. Um, like, she she was told to remain low and try to build up a normal life with like a, a job she's working, make her own money. She quickly ignores <laughs> this advice, throws it all to the side. One of the first things she does in the public, she gets dressed in flashy clothes, like high end designer stuff, big jewelry from this jewelry store. Fancy sunglasses. One one article called it movie movie star sunglasses. Mm-hmm. So like big stuff. And then uh, she puts her pet macaw on her shoulder and walks around the mall. <laughs> a macaw? <laughs> yeah. She bought a bird to the mall. Her macaw. What happened to the prison ferret? Ferrets don't live that long, so he did pass away while in prison. The parrot, the parrot died in prison, and you were gonna leave that out. It's very sad how he dies. How did he die? He was sat on. The ferret was. The ferret served time and was sat on. He lived his whole life in prison. It was sad. Did on. she sit on him? No. Who sat on him? A crew, a uh, uh, cellmate. It was an accident. It was not intentional. He was, like, in blankets or something. Are you crying? <laughs> no, I'm laughing. It's so stupid. <laughs> that ferret. That's the true crime of this episode. <laughs> I was just going to leave that out. We didn't need to know he died. The, you mean to tell me that that ferret was born into prison, raised in prison, and then was sat on? So that a rich white woman could have some entertainment in jail. Yeah. I hate rich people. In the wise words of Haruhi Fujioka, these goddamn rich people. So she gets a macaw after. Fuck the macaw. Fuck the bird. (laughs) He was sad on? Yes. <laughs> that poor fucking animal. <laughs> I hate rich people. Paparazzi like to call her things like Lady Gucci, which is what she was known as while she was married. Mm-hmm. And they also started calling her the Black Widow at this point. Oh, okay. Because she was a widow who had her husband shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she. Of course, spins up a lot of attention like she was told not to do. Lady Gucci, the ferret killer. <laughs> Funny side note. We she... didn't kill your husband. You killed a ferret in prison. She uh, she went to prison when the fax machine was the most complicated thing. Bet. So she came. She Out was released iPhones. from prison in 2016. So like computers are everything now. F- iPhones are everywhere now lots going on um so she didn't really understand the whole computer thing at this point she like didn't work before yeah and then had to work on computers which she hadn't seen yet so she didn't know those things existed mate she she somehow accidentally deleted bozart's entire picture library from their entire time as a business 
<laughs> so <laughs> this woman is fake. This woman does not exist. What the fuck? Did she get fired? No, no. because she's rich. Because she's, because she's Lady Gucci, and she'll have a hit put out on you. The business was it was a very like high end jewelry business, but they were kind of on a like had kind of were an older business, so aged out of it. weren't in the newer scene. And so they kind of took her on as, like, to show they were still this risky business in the forefront of, like, the rich people world. Yeah. So did it as a, a, a business publicity move. Yeah, yeah. Wanted the attention. that would They be- hired the woman who was just released from prison. Yeah. They wanted the lady with the macaw on her shoulder to be working for them to get them the attention. I mean, hey, it worked. It did. Their name's in every article about her. Like, yeah. it, it, it definitely spread around. She designed a lot of cool stuff for them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> One, one, uh, release Don't tell me it was did. a fairy, ferret. No, no, it was based on the McCall. It was, like, rainbow jewels, mm-hmm. and she based it, it was, like, named after the McCall, mm-hmm. and she did this big release party, and it was a big hit, like, a lot of people really liked it, and it did really well for the store, but on the same day, like, down the street, Gucci had a release party. Oh, my fucking and God. Gucci paid people to keep her jewelry release out of all of the papers. And, like, off the news and stuff. That's funny. <laughs> so Gucci just, like, slid people money and got her stuff covered up. Gucci? I can Gucci's re- showing, throwing shade. I can respect it. <laughs> like, was just, they won't say anything about it, but definitely just paid people to cover up everything happening with her stuff and talk about the Gucci stuff more. I love that. I want to see some of the jewelry she designed. Um, so, that is the story. There is a movie. Oh? Being made about it. I say being made. Made about it. Um, Lady Gaga is Reggiani. <gasps> Adam Driver is Mauricio. And it comes out this week. When? What day? <laughs> 24th. We're Okay. What's it called? <laughs> House of Gucci. I'm gonna go see it. Yeah. <laughs> that was my I'm... fun little tidbit at the end. No, that was definitely a fun little tidbit. And Adam, I told you you would like the story because it had ferrets and Adam Driver. <laughs> and that is what the movie is based on this murder so for all of you going to see the movie this week i just spoiled it for you oh yeah definitely i'm about to buy movie tickets i'm not even joking like <laughs> i would love to go see that apparently britney spears has given it raving reviews all of the articles start with britney spears's name <laughs> because no, literally every single. Oh, not that one. That was number five. <laughs> Lady Gaga reveals she ad libbed her father, son, and House of Gucci line. Okay, where can I buy tickets? Showtimes. Just in case you didn't hear Adam, uh, he said that Reggiani got mad that Lady Gaga didn't consult her about how to play the role. She said it was about common sense and respect. This is them, Lidl. Oh, she looks like she killed her husband. <laughs> she does look kind of crazy. Um, That's not what I was picturing at all. Is this her now? Yeah. Lady Gaga looks really good. Lady Gaga looks insane. Always. Okay, I want to see the jewelry. 
Ooh. Dale. Why she'd rather stay in prison. It was really so she didn't have to work a job. That's crazy. There's a, a quote talking about, like, how it was kind of, it was not bashing the movie per se, but just, like, the style of movie it is, since it is a true crime movie, talking about, like, there's never enough time to spend on all of the people, and the oh, victim yeah. is always the person sacrificed in that. Oh, well, that yeah. was, like, a smart quote, but it, like, I don't, like, I don't know. It's. No, but it's true, because, like, I. You don't have enough time. Do you want the movie to end with them dying? Yeah. Or do you want the movie to end with the person who killed them going to jail? Yeah. Like, what what helps you? Yeah. I think, I think it's one thing to, like, of course a movie doesn't have enough time. Oh, it's no, there yeah. to give you, like, the summary of the information. And that's not to say, like, don't talk about the victim. No, yeah. But, like, I, I don't think you can there bash an, the movies to get all together. I know it wasn't a true crime. Or maybe it was. I didn't watch it. <laughs> But there was a whole Netflix series dedicated to Versace. Mm-hmm. Like, so that they could give the people the time that they deserve. Yeah. But it's like, what's going to bring in more money? A it Netflix a- show called Gucci or a movie called The House of Gucci starring Lady Gaga? Yeah. Like, and it's like, yeah, the nature of true crime in general, just most of the movies aren't done tastefully. No. <laughs> Very rarely. But I will go see it. Oh, no, yes, I will be seeing it. <laughs> Simply seeing it. I also am going to see, um, what's it called, Spencer, the movie about Diana, mm-hmm. about Princess Diana. I said her name as if we were friends. The movie about Diana. Yeah. No. <laughs> but starring Kristen Stewart. <sighs> How did they approach Gaga? <laughs> Do... You want to murder. You know she was down. You know <laughs> that they didn't even get the word Gucci out of their mouth. <laughs> and she was like, no, I'm simply in. She was like, but you have to kill someone. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> did you see American Horror Story Season 5? <laughs> I'm all for like, it. Did you see American Horror Story Season 6? I was naked in the woods and eating people. <laughs> that was... <laughs> no, it's like the second episode. Gaga is a brilliant actress, a brilliant singer, a beautiful woman, but a brilliant actress. Sometimes I find myself wishing she was an actress first, before a singer, but then, no. <laughs> she wouldn't be Gaga. <laughs> I'm glad we have this little Gaga. She, I'm such a fan. Did <laughs> little, you watch a little piece Horror at Story? the end? Not all of it. I want to. You though. should. First of all, but also simply don't um there it gets pretty bad towards the end but like bad in what way so here's the here's the deal i stopped watching after season eight which means i haven't seen seasons nine or ten and i know nine was 1984 which was like the sleepaway camp and 10 is aliens and i haven't watched any of them but i watched seasons one through eight um season one was the best and people will sit there and argue between whether season one or season two was the best which shows something about the show (laughs) like because season one was murder house and it's very disorienting and very tastefully done um it gives you the beautiful evan peters as tate langdon character which 
destroyed many emo teenage girls. But, like, season two really was like, oh, season one was good. How do we make it better? We make it scarier. So season two took all the drama and made it, there's, like, a Nazi doctor, because it's asylum. Uh, It's, and it takes place in present day and in the past, and you don't really understand why until the end. But it's the child of a serial killer who had grown up, and you're seeing the young life of this serial killer, but you don't really know who the serial killer is. And you're trying to figure that out the whole time. Season three is Coven, which is a lot of people's favorites because it's witches, and it's very, very, like, decadent in how it's designed. It takes place in Louisiana Mm -hmm. at a plantation home. It's very pretty. Yeah. And it's scary, but it definitely, like, took away, like, the meaning of death. Like, everyone who died was revived and all this shit. Oh. And then in season four, Freak Show, my favorite season, a lot of people thought it was too slow, but I loved it. Jessica Lang left. And she played the matriarch in, like, every season. Mm-hmm. So when she left, there was no more matriarch. So in season five, they were like, there's no Jessica Lang. What do we do? Lady Gaga became the matriarch. Yeah. And she did it as best as she could with the terrible writing for a character that was clearly written for someone else. But she did it very well. And it's like from there on, it just becomes bad. It's bad writing. Like season eight was like, oh, we're going to mash Murder House and Coven together. But the first like episode, they introduce all the first episode, the world ends. And they introduce all these super interesting characters and then immediately murder all of them. And the show, the season's about someone completely different. Ugh. Like, they never come back. That's weird. No, it's just not good. That was a, a tangent, but it's bad. But the first few seasons are really good. And you should watch the first few just for the culture. Yes. But none after that. Got it. Sarah Paulson's also very good. Season 8 was only good because Sarah Paulson played three of her past characters from past seasons and every single one of her characters is really good very fun and it has lady gaga she also has lady gaga in she's it. so pretty like this movie i'm gonna watch it about gucci i didn't expect you to bring gucci to the table so i'm glad you didn't know anything about it i was worried because the movie was about to come out i had not even heard of also it. gucci <laughs> so Mel wanted to buy me a Gucci bag. I almost gave that as one of the hints. You should have. I was like, Mel was just talking about this. <laughs> Michael Kors. <laughs> Louis Vuitton. But that's cool. And now you know. And now you get to watch the movie and um, know. Yeah, I'm going to get Lux to go see it with me this week. They don't know about it yet, but it's going to happen. Isn't this week Christmas? Not Christmas. It's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's Wait, is it? <coughs> is yeah, it it's this up, thursday yeah but our, on wednesday yeah. the movie comes out on wednesday and thanksgiving is thursday <sighs> for normal people we do it on friday yeah we're gonna see my mom on thursday or we're gonna yeah we're gonna see my mom on thursday and then see y'all on friday but i think maybe i will go see wednesday because we don't have school there's gonna be a race on thanksgiving a what a race a what a race me adam and my dad are racing for a hundred dollars on Thanksgiving Day. It happened on Halloween. We were all had some drinks, and my dad cl- swears up and down that he can outrun us like it's nothing. And I'm about to outrun this man 
I'm sorry, Dad. Where are y'all running? <laughs> On a football field. Just like Pelican Park. Bleep it. <laughs> okay. A park in where we live. Uh, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> My... And we're gonna race. Okay. The three of us are just gonna sprint Thanksgiving. And my dad says he's gonna win, and then he's never racing again. <laughs> he's going to drop that win and let us have an existential crisis. That you were outrun just... by an old man. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I'm so excited. Hi, dad. Hi, dad. You will know who won by now. I think it's gonna be me. You have short legs. I'm pretty fast. I know you're fast. I and I know that. But and you're like you're light. Less wind resistance. I'm going to like I'm just going to run for it and like if I fall when I hit the end, like I'm just going to give it my all. Momentum. Yeah, yeah, just like sprint till the end kind right. of thing. If I hit a wall, I hit a wall. I'm putting every We've talked about practicing. Like putting everything I have into this sprint on Thanksgiving. That's $100. It is. It's actually, my dad will give whoever wins $100, unless if he wins, we have to do chores. Okay. <laughs> like, help, like, no, yeah. with house repairs from the hurricane. Fair. So, we, I guess. We get to do chores, or he gives us $100. <laughs> so, you need some entertainment. That is happening on Friday, I'm, also. I mean, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know when it's happening. I don't know if it's before or after eating. I, before i think it might but my my dad wants to cook before right well yeah but then we don't want to leave food sitting out i want to eat and then run but that's what i'm saying like you your dad's gonna have to cook that morning regardless yeah i just don't know when we're doing it sometime during the thanksgiving festivities is everyone coming race. for thanksgiving this year roxy and them and then me and mark Mm-hmm. And Adam will be there. Yeah. He's not going to Texas. Good. Oh, that would suck. Okay. Thank we're you for listening. <laughs> I was gonna say, we're just chit-chatting now. Watch the Gucci movie. Uh, enjoy it. We'll talk about it in the Discord. Yes. We won't talk about it in here. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, yeah, no. We'll talk about it in the Discord. I definitely did just spoil it. But, like, I don't want to spoil the Well, acronym. yeah, but, like, anybody can look up the case. Yeah. We don't know what the movie's going to put into it. So. They might even bring up the ferret. All right. <laughs> Good night. Okay. Goodbye. Uh, follow us on everything. We're Morbid and Mundane on Instagram and TikTok. Um, join our Discord. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Good night.